She fell down on her bended knees For mercy she did cry Oh, Willie, dear, don't kill me here I'm unprepared to die She never spoke another word I only beat her more Until the ground around me Within her blood did flow Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is entitled Truth or Consequences. It was written by Matt Bryan and Noah Lloyd, and it's available on the Reckoning of the Dead website. Josh Harwood has added to this scenario, and he is also our game master. Our players are Corey Heistead, Tim Hart, Keith Craig, Kevin Glazner, and yours truly, and this is episode one. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Josh? Thank you, Tom. <laughs> so it's early February in the small New Mexico town of Silver City. Uh, it's on the brink of the largest snowstorm it's ever seen. And basically, the town is having a rough time with various problems happening. And it all just goes all to the police. The police just get the brunt of it and they just don't know what to do. Their police chief is missing. They've got two new cops who none of the locals know and can trust. And the largest snowstorm is coming. They've got a serial killer on the loose and they just don't know what to do. So we, so we begin at the police station where one of the local reporters, Lisa Rodriguez, is talking to the acting chief, Albert Chambers. Chief, uh, so what have you uh, thought of uh, that proposal that I was talking about, maybe calling in some outside help? I mean, you know, with the police chief gone, a serial killer, you know, the public needs to be protected. Yes, I, I totally understand that. But I think we need, I think we can hand the, the, our police, our crew can actually handle it. Well, I, I hope you're right. I, I just, uh, uh, you know, I don't want to spin this story, but I feel that sometimes the mayor might be putting some pressure on to keep things quiet. And, you know, he keeps giving me uh, dead ends and everything. And I, I hardly, I don't know anything what you're talking about. All I know is that we can handle it. Uh, yes, yeah, it's going to be tough since we lost the the, uh, the police chief, but I have it all handled. If there's any more questions, I would like you to basically leave if you have any. Oh, well, yeah. Well, uh, on a feel-good uh, notice, so we can end, end with this, uh, how is uh, the new officer, uh, officer, uh, I believe it's Cagney, uh, any backstory? The, the public would be like to know to meet their new servant. <laughs> Uh, she's doing really good. Uh, she's brand new, so like you said before, but uh, we were she's doing really good. Ah, excellent, excellent, excellent. And as that happens, Officer Cagney comes in 
through the front doors, bringing in a regular. All right, Mr. Johnson, come on in. We got to get your papers filled out. Come on, Ellen. Why are you doing this to me? Can't you go pick up on pick on someone else? I have enough problems as it is, and I wasn't my fault. But I don't understand why you cops always believe the other side of the uh, uh, people who accuse me of things. You know, Mr. Johnson, we're just going to look into this a little bit further, and. I know things have been tough for you lately, but I think that uh, with any any good luck, we can turn this ship around. And, uh, you know, I, we're here for you. We just want to see you get better. All right, Mr. Johnson? Well, I'd feel a little bit better if you guys would stop harassing me and spend a little bit more time investigating some of the murders and the missing people that are here. But uh, uh, You and me both, Mr. Johnson. I'd rather be doing that as well. You're a good man. I know that deep down. Okay, so you're going to let me go? I, I can't. I have to follow orders. You understand, Mr. Johnson. All right. Can I have can I have the cell next to, closest to the desks in case I have uh, some questions or something I need to ask of you? Sure. I don't see a problem with that. Thank you, Ellen. You boys. Good to meet you. Welcome to Silver City. Thank you. And uh, I'm, I'm sorry it's not under better circumstances, but I just have some paperwork we have to go through first. Okay, Mr. Johnson? Yeah, I know. If you, I could, I could fill it out for you. I, I do do it pretty well. So she'll sit down and start going over the paperwork with them. Yep. And after the, after you've done the paperwork, obviously he just gives his name and all the basic details. But nine times out of ten, you're probably just scribbling it out because the amount of times he's been here before, you're just used to him. Everyone here is used to him, and you just. Walk on by, walk him into the cell, unlock the cell door, and push him in. And already sat in there is another regular. Well, this uh, this will do you well. We'll try to get this all taken no, care no, no, of no, no, soon. No, Ellen, Ellen, I don't, I don't want this cell. I want another cell. Oh, what are you afraid of? It's, it's all right, Mr. Johnson. We'll make sure you're taken care of, okay? I don't want anything, any harm to come to you, okay? All right. Hi, Dan. Uh, nice to see you. <laughs> Look, Ben, you don't have nothing to worry about from me because with a little bit of work, I have protected myself from all the alien influence. So you don't got nothing to worry about from me. I won't take over your soul in the middle of the night. Dan, I've told you several times that that... that won't protect you from the radiation. You have to build yourself a, a mobile Faraday cage <sighs> at, at, at the least. I don't know what you're talking about. Of course, I do expect that you would be the kind of person who would tell me that because, uh, you know, you're, you're one of those teacher fellows at one point, so you're already taken over by the Illuminati. Yeah, the, the aliens came down on Roswell. They were no, nowhere near uh, Silver City, and um, uh, at the most, you might um, you might hurt yourself by uh, uh, aluminum cuts. You should really take that off. Aluminum's going to cut me. Ah, uh, I'm not falling for your tricks. No, 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 Ellen. no, Ellen. I'll be just fine. Ellen. Yes, Mr. Johnson. Ellen, um, uh, 
I, I understand that the uh, regulations in the jail require that uh, people don't have uh, aluminum that they can put on their heads. Who do you think gave me the aluminum? Uh, he's harmless. After all, after all, Mr. Johnson, he has to protect himself from the Illuminati, right, Mr. Logan? Oh, one of the good ones, Ellen. Ellen. We don't want him to be susceptible to mind control. Ellen. I'll, 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 next time you come over to my shop, I'll give you a 20% discount on anything you want. Okay, Mr. Logan. Uh, all right, Ellen. Okay, Dan, fine. So, as you're kind of having this conversation, um, out of the kitchen, so I'll just pop up the map. So, out of the kitchen, um, a young... A young police officer comes out. He's he's very pale. He's tall, pale. Uh, he's not wearing his hat. He's got short, scruffy hair. He he looks. He's got a proper baby face. So he looks like he's not growing any facial hair. And he just walks over, ignores what's going on with Dan, and Ellen, and Ben, and he just turns on the radio. And everyone's favorite radio DJ comes on and he just is like, yo, Silver City, it's me, Richie Rich. Sadly, I have to interrupt these latest tunes to give an urgent report. The worst snowstorm, as you all should know, in the history of Silver City is due to hit later tonight at this, at this moment in time, no one understands this unusual activity. However, I'll be here all night to keep you updated. Don't you worry about that. In other news, we have more updates on the prison riots near Phoenix, Arizona. Less than a week ago, rival gangs seized control of a prison from the guards and attacked other inmates. According to eyewitnesses, it was horrifying as inmates were brutally tortured, decapitated, burned, and mutilated. 33 are confirmed dead. None of the guards were killed, but some were critically injured. Eventually, all inmates were caught and rounded up, so in good news, no prisoners escaped. Sorry for that awful news, everybody. I've been Richie Rich, and I'm with you all night. So, enjoy the music. And then Sam just... Sam Parker, the young officer, he just turns down the radio and um, just sits at his desk. God damn it, I cut my head with this stupid tinfoil. Well, I, I can't say that uh, Mr. Johnson didn't warn you, Mr. Logan. I did, I told you. Sounds like we got quite a storm coming in. That's a little unusual. Oh, it is. It is. I'm sure the the chief's on top of it, though. He'll get. He'll sure he'll recommend to the mayor to get the plows out if we have any, which I know we don't. Mm -hmm. So, as as this like as you guys are chatting, you notice that another officer walks in through the front doors. He's probably just starting his shift. He's got long black hair. He's, uh, his tone of his skin is a lot darker than most. 
And he, everyone knows him. He's Officer Katori Longshadow. He, he's notorious for betraying his tribe to join the police force. So he's definitely one of the good guys in your eyes. And he just walks in, nods at everyone, sits down. Evening, Officer Longshadow. Any, uh, any good stories uh, for the, your night out? Uh, not today, but my father is acting up over at the reservation, so we, I might have to go check our dad later in the night, oh. especially with the snowstorm brewing. Oh, wow. Well, we'll keep that off the record. We don't need to report about your dad being, being ill at all. How has your dad been, Longshadow? Uh, he's, he's okay-ish. He's just, you know, come down with some cold or something. But in his old age, you know, I'm expecting the worst. That's uh, a shame to hear. Shame to hear. Well, I've always been a good man. <laughs> well, that's not good there, Launch. Shadow. I don't yeah, want to I know. That, that, that bad juju medicine. Dan, he just looks at you, Dan, and he just goes, shut up. And then he just, he just goes on. He Pulls out some paperwork from the desk and starts doing it. Have Have you taken him to the hospital in the nearby town? He, he kind of just stops and then looks at you and he's like, "You know, you know what they're like. They be they believe in the earth heals, the herbs heal." Oh. Wow. He won't be going to. He won't be going anywhere anytime soon. Well, honey, my thoughts and prayers are with him. Thank you, Officer Cagney. He needs to get some uh, of that, uh, that Bigfoot medicine. He just, look, he just gives you evils, Dan. He gives you evils. Oh, he's been like this all night. Night, Officer uh, Shadow. Hey. Yes. He has. Oh, he my, he's been, like he's been pre- protecting himself from the Illuminati for... God, how long has it been, Dan? How long what? Since the Illuminati been around? Yeah, like, since they've been uh, trying to get you. Well, ever since my old... Uh, my old woman passed away. Yeah. Rest her soul. But... Uh, I ain't gonna work. That doesn't cover the cerebral cortex very well, does it? I there now. Looks like I got take, there. Take that off there, Dan. We uh, we're not. You're not allowed to have any of those stuff in this uh, in the cell. You know that. Oh come on! And what do you think I'm gonna do? Turn it into a knife and shiv somebody? You never know, there, Dan. So I have to. I have to complicate it. You can get it when you're out of jail. She kind of puts her hand up like this towards Dan and says, or later, without actually saying it out loud, she just kind of mouths it to him. <laughs> it's all a conspiracy. 
Um, all we so, know, Albert is a is a Nazi. <laughs> so as all this is going on, um, out of like where where Lisa works, like in her little office, um, the young mayor's daughter who kind of works there on occasions, you all know as Francine Elk, she walks out in her like short skirt and like she's dressing quite smart she's got long brown hair she's quite good looking and she just walks out and turns to lisa and goes uh can i go yet well have you finished up typing that that story for me um yes oh uh, including the captions for the pictures oh of course oh well, uh, let me check, of course, because uh, last time you you uh, misspelled. Remember, it's I before E, except after C. So, <laughs> okay, okay, you <laughs> you can go check. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, hey, well, come along, just in case we, we I have something that I need to point out, and and all you know, teach a man to fish and everything. <laughs> so I. Uh, I start walking toward my uh, office office there and see if she follows. Uh, yeah, she she follows you. She's she knows if she's done something wrong, she'll face up to it. So. Right. So I go I go in there and check out. Uh, assume she's got the story. Maybe a couple little typos, but nothing too bad. <laughs> so, Officer yeah. Chambers, when's that storm supposed to hit? few days i thought it was supposed to hit like tonight well you can't you can't believe the news you know that the weatherman the news is the only thing we have i heard that officer chambers i knew i i knew i couldn't trust (laughs) she kind of adjusts the radio channel while she's in the room over to a pop radio station and gary newman's cars is playing well i just i just think since you guys don't uh don't believe anything I ever say. I, I don't think I have any sense at all, but I think that little girl needs to go home before the storm hits. Yeah, I was wondering if I could get my phone call. I'd like to try and make bail before the storm hits. Oh, Ben, Long you're staying here tonight. <laughs> Long Shadow just turns around and goes, you're not going anywhere tonight, Ben. We're going to be bunkmates. Long shadow, please. At least could you put me in another cell? This is the third time I've had to stay overnight with Dan. Mr. Johnson, think of it. Think of it this way, Mr. Johnson. Just use it as a chance to learn some good social skills. Ellen, I I think you're making making light of the entire situation. No, I wouldn't do that, Mr. Mr. Johnson. You know me. I just don't think that you're considering my comfort in this whole situation. you like music, Mr. Johnson? Yes, I like music. Cool. Let's, uh, let's listen to the music a while. Do you have any Judas Priest? <laughs> Judas Priest, they're, they're Satanists. You don't want to listen to that stuff. That'll warp your mind. They get right into your brain and make you start thinking things. Yeah, Mr. And stop. I've told you I'm an atheist and I don't believe any of that stuff. We've had this conversation five times. Well, Mr. why do you Johnson. think you're an atheist? It's because you've been taken over by the Illuminati. 
Miss Johnson, uh, yeah, you have good choice in music there. Yes. A long, long shadow just goes. There's going to be no Judas Priest here tonight. <laughs> we just got to keep it nice and calm and peaceful. Scorpions, please. And Murray. Oh, Dan. All right. Well, after uh, proof checking Francine's uh, article, I'll come out. And while I'm walking out with her, I'll, I'll ask her uh, what her dad's uh, been up to, if he's, uh, she's had any uh, connections coming by the house, trying to get a scoop on some political corruption here, of course. Um, well, well, Lisa, after the article that Mitch released this morning um he might come in before the storm hits oh i come to you oh well that'll be good i mean it's always uh it's always nice when they our elected officials come answer answer to to us i, I look forward to that and you know you might as well stay here you can get a ride home with him no uh i'm going up to the cabins with my friends like we do on on the weekend overtime oh okay well well uh, i mean you did a good nice work nice work with the article so you know thank you thank you for that and all anything else you need uh no i'm is is it okay to go then she's like really urgently wants to like leave she it is it is i'll see you on uh on monday okay good night friends um, uh, she winks at you dan <laughs> she just winks at you don't encourage him Good night, good night, Lisa. Good night, Francine. Um, as hey, soon Lisa. as Francine. Yes. Sorry, Lisa, have you have you guys heard? I know you guys do a pretty good job with investigating things. Have you heard anything else about the the Silver City Butcher? Only what uh, we were getting from the uh, police chief before he he disappeared. That you know it, they didn't know who it was. They were pretty sure you know they run a profile is probably a, a a male butchering those those students but you know well with your with your talent at in investigating i didn't know if you had picked up anything else fortunately not uh you know people have been uh pretty mum around here probably don't want to get a target drawn on it which i i could understand you know sure enough so uh miss rodriguez i have a theory about the butcher Oh, I do. think that he must be probably genetically related to Jack the Ripper. Oh, well, what you're uh, looking for is somebody with an English accent. That's oh, that I, I, definitely I, I didn't realize accents were passed down genetically, but, but I appreciate that uh, that tip. We'll we'll get get right out there and and rounding up. <laughs> Uh, but by the way, you can all see that Francine is kind of putting on a coat on and scarf. And as soon as she's done that, uh, through the front door, you just see a group of like, there's about five of the teens just come in. And one of them uh, got his leather jacket on. He's got what looks like Native American tattoos, handprinted tattoos. And as soon as he walks in and is visible, uh, Katori Longshadow just stands up and is like, what are you doing here, son? And and the boy just replies, 
going out with my friends, Dad. I'm just going out with my friends. And then he kind of just goes to Francine. Uh, you coming? And Francine then just starts to leave with them. Oh, yeah. Kind of uh, look back and forth. And uh, before they head out, I, I'm going to try and delay in a bit. I'm like, going, oh, now are you guys going up to the cabin and all your parents know you're going and you got some some way to, you know, you guys are going to stick together with this butcher running around, right? Uh, Alex replies, uh, we're, we're prepared, Lisa. We're prepared. Oh, well, you know. Uh, I I appreciate that and and all and so you know but again everyone's parents knows know you're going up there of course not running off telling him that you're sleeping at his house sleep and you're sleeping at his house and disappear somewhere somewhere else. Yeah, right, Lisa. Uh, tell each other that they're sleeping at each other's house. <laughs> A bear would flip his bird. <laughs> One of the other, one of the other boys, he's kind of got slick hair, and he just steps up. You all know that this is Officer O'Brien. He's the other officer who's on duty, but he's out on a job at the minute, and he just sends like, "They're in good hands, Lisa. It's me." All right. Well, you know, uh, it's my it's my job to just make sure I I just can't can't suppress that instinct to watch out watch out for people. I've had to report on too many crime scenes. Well, what what's the well? We're in a group. The butcher's not going to exactly attack us while we're in a group. That's all I wanted to check that you stayed in a group. Oh, but you kids should know. I mean, the butcher he travels in the dark and he doesn't leave any footprints. And uh, be and quiet, so there, Dad. Um, <laughs> as as you say that, Dan, all the girls who are in the group, they just like. Look really terrified if you're like After all, how do you hey, know that one of these boys O'Brien. is a butcher? O'Brien, he just kind of talks, she kind of talks over Dan a little bit. O'Brien, uh, you ever going to bring that dog Peanuts around again? I always uh, love seeing well, him. Well, I'm assuming my dad's got him on the job. He always takes him. All right. So, yeah. You guys be safe now, okay, sweetheart? Yeah, we'll we're, we're, we're fine. And they, they they all just leave, but one of, they all kind of just look back at you all and like really weirdly, but you all know it's probably directed at Dan. Dan, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you shouldn't scare the kids like that. You you know that the, uh, the butcher only targets uh, people by themselves uh, in their houses. I don't know about any of that, but uh, there's if, if you, you can't scare some kids that are going up to stay in the cabins, what could you do? Damn, I just don't know. Probably they'll they'll spend half the night up there. And they'll get all scared and they'll come running back. Yeah, I wonder when they're gonna give me my phone call. I'd like to call and get bailed out. Tonight. Oh Jesus Christ! Give this guy his phone. Call. Oh sure, Mr. Johnson. I'd be happy to give you your phone call. Oh, thank you, Ellen. Appreciate and she'll it. she'll take him out of the out of the cell and lead him over to the phone. She doesn't view him as that much of a threat that he's going to run away. Woo! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ellen, uh, I've been in there about an hour, or so can't we just call it even and you know, just let? I'll just head out. Just go now, Mister Mister Johnson. 
I, darling, I've, I've been very kind to you and I'm just doing my job and I'd appreciate it if you just cooperated a little bit. It'll make everything easier for everybody. We'll get you out of here just as soon as we can, Mr. Johnson. Trust me, to be honest, I probably don't want to listen to you the whole time complain. Well, so the sooner if, the better. If, if the school finds out, they're going to fire me again. And so um, I just... Well, now, Mr. Johnson, uh, with every action comes consequences. And that's something perhaps you should think about next time you start a fight at a bar. Well, Dennis was just telling me that uh, the state was founded in, in 1860 and it was just a totally, as a, as, a, as a history teacher, that was totally incorrect, and he just wouldn't accept it, and it just one thing went to another. And, uh, but darling, 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 who gives a shit? This, this is our history of our state. This, this, this means something. This state who are you, you going to call, Mr. Johnson? Well, I'm going to call John Fitzgerald, my lawyer. All right, that sounds fine. Here you are. Can you try um, to keep it down? We're uh, listening to some Smokey right now, some Smokey Robinson. If you could just um, could you could you put on Armored Saint, please? I, I, no, I got Smokey going. <laughs> um, the, oh, hey, Josh, just a very info. Uh, my uh, my lawyer doesn't answer the phone. I just end up losing my voice. <laughs> and I, yeah, yeah. I see. <laughs> um. As soon as you like put that down, literally the door like swings open and a man with a with like a he looks smartly dressed and as soon as he literally comes into eye view, you all know that this is the mayor. And he just walks in, goes to the nearest desk, slams down a newspaper and goes, Where is Mick Matthews? Excuse not, me. What? He's not here right now, uh, Mayor. Uh, he's he's off. He did his reporting early today, as I. Uh, it appears that you know already. Well, Miss Rodriguez, can you explain this article? And um, yeah, so he passes you. He she exchanges some looks with the with the chief as though. Encouraging to intervene in this fiasco. I go up to the to mayor and I'm like, uh, Mr. M uh, mayor, uh, what exactly do you have barging into the police station like this? Well, I think it's in my right to do this as I'm the one that keeps you guys afloat. I believe yes. technically, I believe technically it's the city council, Mr. Mayor. Yeah, he, he, he kind of just like sighs when you say that. Yes. I, I, I look at Ellen, I'm like, kind of giving her kind of a stare there. Yes, I understand you keep us afloat. Uh, can you please explain what, why you're so angry? Well, why don't Miss Rodriguez, read this uh, newspaper out so all of you can understand. Ah. So, uh, are you talking about your uh, the Silver City Butcher there, Mayor? Or are you more upset about the campaign? But to be honest, you could explain to me about why is Mitch still going on about the Silver City Butcher? 
he clearly it's clearly just accidents oh accidents well let's uh let's see what exactly mitch re- wrote here oh well silver city butcher strikes again so far pretty reasonable six more teenagers were found brutally bitch- butch- butchered in the west for in the west forest the police and the mayor have yet to comment which is true correct the teenagers identities have yet to be revealed which I may say was out of respect for their families. This brings the killer's count up to 18 in the past month. Will he ever be caught? 18? Mayor, that that seems like too high of a number to just be accidents. Well, it's got to be. We've never had a serial killer like this before. It's got to be. There's got to be some explanation. It can't be a killer. No one's like that in this town. Mr. Mayor, we're still we're still trying to find the this uh, Silver City butcher, but we're trying hard as we can. But there's nothing's came up yet. Well, and I'll you know, assure you, I'll assure you, Mr. Mayor, the Chief uh, Albert here has been doing a terrific job at making sure this place is run ship shape. So uh, we'll get resolution to it as soon as we can. I, I sure speaking, Kevin. He just slams down on the table again and goes, Miss Rodriguez, read out that next bit. Oh, I thought you I fire I thought, you. I thought you would like oh, you can't fire me, Mayor. I work for the paper, not for you. But uh it's freedom of press, remember. But uh I thought that you would like this. It seemed like a wonderful fluff piece. The mayor is requesting that every citizen is to join him in celebrating in honor of his deceased brother. His brother James Elk was well-liked in Silver City, and his mysterious death still sparks controversy to this day. So far, you know, hey, we're going to get a nice turnout for your celebration in honor of your brother. The celebration will take part in the North Forest Camping Ground. The celebration will mark the start of the James Elk Foundation, and everyone who pledges and gives blood will be rewarded. Oh, it, it's so nice. I mean, oh, you that's know, so kind, Mr. Mayor. Oh, it is. I, I appreciate how we're, we're having a celebration of his dead brother. Where, meanwhile, 18 of our fellow citizens have been butchered, and he gets upset about it. <laughs> he is looking angry, and he goes, There is no celebration. There is no James Foundation. None Why of not? that is happening. Why not? What are, you, what are you talking about there, Mayor? I thought you liked, I thought you liked the... Uh to do this to celebrate your brother yeah yes but it was going to be private it wasn't going to be anything like this so where did mitch get well that's wonderful though that you've decided to expand it for a blood drive that's really nice of you mr mayor you should have i am not that much on the the uh journalism side but maybe you shouldn't have told mitch None of you guys I, get it, do you? Dan, Dan, what is it? They've been forced. Mayor's hand's been forced. He didn't agree to any of that stuff. And good old Mitch. Mitch has got you by the balls, doesn't he? <laughs> now everybody no. thinks that you're going to do start some foundation. Well, yeah, he's starting yeah. a foundation. I now he's going to have to. I haven't spoken to Mitch. Yeah, for now weeks. you're going to have to, aren't you? Then how did you get the information, Mayor? I don't know. That is why I'm so. I, he's trying to hold back like some 
the real question is, what did you do to Mitch that pissed him off so much? I don't know. And he, he then just, he then just like starts to walk out. He punches a can wall. I, can I make a psychology check to see if he seems to know more than he's yeah. letting on? Yeah, yeah. yeah. about this? <laughs> nope. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Successful yeah, he, first roll of the game. <laughs> he, he, he just continues to walk out, and then he, he just kicks the door. He's literally swearing. And Mr. Mayor, I'll be sure to be there to give some blood. He he just he literally just looks back and flips you off. He Mr. Mayor, he doesn't care anymore. Mr. Mayor, any comment on the missing chief? No comment, Miss Rodriguez. Oh, okay. Goes off. You know, I don't really like the mayor, but I, I kind of think that he has a point of view. You idiots arrested me for uh, public disturbance. You had eighteen people murdered in this town. Here you are, just hanging out at the station, not really doing anything. I can't imagine why people want to fight you, Mr. Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) Man, man. (laughs) Man, you're such a good person, and yet nobody in this room bothered to tell him that his kids are up there in the cabins with uh, people being murdered in the woods. I just, I just, I think I have to question the um, the competency of this police department with 18 people murdered and. Uh, they 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 spent all afternoon arresting me for just having this disagreement about when. Mr. Johnson, I think you have a very valid ex- valid situation that you you'd like to present. I have a task for you. Could you please write a four page report for us so we can file that? And I'll give you an ink pen and a piece of paper to get started writing quietly. Ellen, that's, that's, that's can that's I have a, a piece of paper? Of my paper? Rights, Ellen. I'm just going to yeah, stand here. No, Dan, you cannot. Uh, no, Dan, you cannot. <laughs> Uh, uh, Officer Parker just starts laughing in the corner because he's <laughs> finding something funny. I think Mitch is brilliant. Uh, because the mayor's a politician, and now that it's in the public venue, the, the politician has to follow suit. Or he looks like an idiot. He looks like an Indian giver. Oh, no offense. Uh, uh, well, I'll tell you, Mr. Logan, it doesn't appear as though he needs much help no, in that department. Looking like an idiot. Um, I w- all of a sudden, uh, Kag- on one of the like police radios, you just uh, uh, come in, anyone at the station? It's me, Officer O'Brien. She sighs and picks up the, the receiver while and turns down Blondie. Um. Yeah, this is uh, this is Officer Cagney over. Uh, hi, Cagney. Um, can you guys check out uh, one of the cabins in the North Forest? I'm just on. I'm just on my way to check out the disturbance at the old Lacey Farm up past like the residential area. Um, I'll be a little while. So, um, can you got, Can one of you guys just go over? She, you hear her laughing uh, on the phone. She's like, that's, that's really funny. Uh, <laughs> oh, Brian. Yeah, he kind of just... I, I, suppose, I suppose since you have your dog named Peanuts, uh, you'd want me to go Snoopy and around. He just uh, continues. He's like, 
Uh, yeah, so it's really urgent because the lights are on there and no one should be using that. Uh, like, the, the kids have got the upper ones, but no one should be in that one. All right, I'll consult with the chief and we'll send somebody out. Okay, over. Over. Lacy farm. <laughs> Brian's telling you the lights are on, but nobody's home. Chief, so it seems like there's some sort of disturbance happening up at the cabin where there's not supposed to be anyone. Lights are on. Uh, Officer O'Brien wants to send somebody to check it out. Did you want to go? Do you want me to go? Do you want somebody else here to go? Long Shadow? Long Shadow just looks up and like, I ain't doing that. I'll volunteer. I'll check it on the way on my way home. All right, how's that? How's that report coming, Mr. Johnson? It's a violation of my rights to force me to write, write that in there. Report. I'm not going to write a report. I'm just sitting here minding my own business. Hey, hey, Ben. You know, uh, uh, I think that your theory is as is right on spot because they seem to think that a disturbance is somebody's lights are on. Yeah, I have no no faith in this police department to solve these mass murders. Mr. Johnson, we're doing the best we can. I know, Parker, I know you are, Albert. I know. That's the problem. Parker just pipes up. <laughs> she actually laughs a little <laughs> bit at that. <laughs> Parker just pipes up and goes, uh, Cagney, why don't you accompany me up there? We can go check it out. That's fine. Is that all right with you, Chief? Yeah, you can go. Do if you want to go check it out. Go check it out. I'll I'll deal with uh, Mr. Crazy Dan and Mr. Johnson over here. Yeah, just have Mr. Johnson fill out his reports in triplicate for us, and uh, she'll head out. I'll be on the I'll be on the radio. Oh, Chief, Chief can't can you, you authorize a ride-along for the press? I mean, I'm not going to get a story here, obviously, except for maybe a violation of someone's civil rights by forcing them to write a confession. Jeez, why don't we all just go? Well, I, no don't tr- I don't trust you there, Dan. And... Hey, look, I, I, I got pulled in here like four hours ago. I am completely sober. Hey, let's see. I pull out a breathalyzer and she leaves with no, with no. Officer Parker. I know that those things dispense strange chemicals into your bloodstream to make it look like you're drunk. I'm gonna blow into that thing. Well, do you, you have to? I got, I got, I got no reason not to stay here. I'll just stay here all night. Um, you're gonna have to feed me though. Yeah, Parker just quietly goes to Rodriguez. You could tag along, Rodriguez. It'll all be fine. right. All right, I got law enforcement approval. Let's go. Yeah, you can go there, uh, Miss Rodriguez. It's it's Miss, but thank you. <laughs> so, um, Cagney and Rodriguez, are you doing anything before you leave, or are you just going straight to the pushka? I just make sure Mary Beth is secured in her holster, and then we uh, are going to head out. Okay. Say hi to the butcher for me. The pen is mightier than the sword. I've got it. <laughs> Uh, but if you need any, if you need any back, if you have any problems out there, don't, uh, feel free to let us, let me. All right. No I problem. I'll come back out. No problem, chief. Um, yeah, you, you guys head out, uh, you guys head out to the car. You get it all sorted. You, you do notice that this, obviously you only have two police cars because 
budget. And um, you've literally just got one that O'Brien's taken and you've got the one that you guys are getting. In. So, um, so she'll drive. Yeah, you guys go off. Um, I'm just going to stay with the police people there, the people <laughs> in the police station. Then I'll come back to you. Um, so, while you, go, you guys, are, what are you doing, uh, Officer Chief Chambers? Well, I'm gonna, I'm basically going to see exactly just to make sure, and I will make sure Mr. Johnson is writing out his, uh, you know, report, you know. Chief, that that's, would be considered cruel and unusual punishment. I'm not writing anything. Well, do you want to at least say that, tell us exactly what happened, and then I'll, I'll file it? Yes, um, uh, Officer Cagney said that if I didn't give her $20, she would arrest me, and I didn't give her the $20, and so she arrested me. Nobody's going to believe that. Shut up, Dan. You're going to make up some conspiracy theory. You might as well be a little more creative. Shut you? up, Dan. Mr. Johnson, tell us exactly what happened. And right. then if you tell me exactly what happened, I might be, you know, I might let it, I might let it slide. Okay, Albert, I'm sorry. I was just joking. Um, I, I guess you just didn't see the humor in it. Um, I was uh, involved in a verbal dispute that became louder and the bartender threatened or asked us to leave and we continued to uh, uh, argue and um, well I continued to argue the other old Stan stopped and went away started to walk away and I followed him around the bar and continued to scream at him okay well next time uh, Try not to use any force or else we might, you know, keep you here longer. But I don't see why we had to arrest you there. I know. I think it's probably uh, maybe you should talk to uh, Ellen and uh, maybe review some of your procedures with her. And uh, I think the problem is with her, actually. So as, you, as you've just said that, um, the lot the lights in the entire police station just go off and on, off and on, off and on. And as soon as they stay on, all the doors, even the front doors, just swing open. Albert! Albert, what's going on? Uh, Albert? I don't know exactly what's going on. It's them. They've come for us. Albert, you're responsible for my safety. Just, I'll, I'll see. I'll see exactly what's going on. Uh, Power and, surge of some sort. And I will. I will go down. I'll go down the stairs to see in the bait where the where the breakers yeah, are. Breaker yeah. are, and see exactly what's going on. Yeah, before you go down, Long Shadow just goes, uh, do you want me to just circle the police station? Just to have a look? Yeah, I think that might be good. 
Okay. He he then just goes on to do that. So you go so you go down the stairs and everything seems normal, like nothing seems to have been touched, nothing seems to have been removed, broken, anything. Just I'll normal. check I'll check the breaker box. Yeah. Uh, does um, anything look like it's been like uh, tripped? Uh, not as far as you can tell. But if you want to do like an electronics or something like that, let me see what my uh, electronics. Uh, how about I don't have what's well, kind of crappy. I have a zero one on that. Um, give me a second here. Can, yeah, no. I don't even want to try and roll it, so. <laughs> okay. Mm. Um, so, yeah, you, you you don't know. You don't know it's anything. You could do a spot hidden if you wanted. Okay. Uh, I fail. Okay. Um, yeah, everything just seems fine to you like you you don't usually come down here like one like o'brien or parker come and deal with something goes wrong down here so yeah uh then i'll go up uh i'll go upstairs and say well everything looks good on the breaker box but it's obviously not because all the lights were turned off right i pro i just ah it's probably just you know a uh, electrical surge Look, look look officer you know me. I've got, uh, my own, I've got my own shop in town, and it's in an old building. Power goes out all the time. If you want me to go downstairs and look at it, I ain't going nowhere. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I basically put the um. I let him out, and I. Oh, oh, oh! But I'm, I'm following him kind of really close. Aye. Okay. Uh, as as you guys go to go down, um, Long Shadow comes back in. He's like, "No, nothing peculiar, boss. Ex- except from uh, the old mine entrance. I think uh, one of a, a couple of the kids have been messing around there again. Those dark kids. Um. Okay. Uh. We'll. We'll deal with that. We will deal with that right away. Um, but does everything does it? Everything else yep. look good? Yep. Nothing seemed out of place along the perimeter. No, nothing. Well, I'm gonna I flip the breakers. Weird. Okay. I'm gonna flip all the breakers off and on. Uh, yeah, they just acting normally. So is the power all back on? Yeah, the power's back on. All right. Uh, do you want to do like an electronics or anything, or a spot hidden? Um, uh, twenty-five out of fifty-five, so that's better than half. Okay. Um, so you do you do notice something? You notice that there's like a handkerchief just underneath where some of the cables run out of. What's this doing here? 
I don't know. Is it wrapping anything up or is it? Uh, uh, no, it's hot? just, it's just, to, it's like someone, it seems like someone's in a rush, you dropped out and it's been stuck underneath. Got stuck like I'm going to reach down and pick it up. Okay. Yeah. Clean, you, yeah. Uh, it's relatively clean being as though it's been on this floor and this floor hasn't probably been cleaned in quite a while. Are you, okay, are you okay there, Dad? Well, I'm not a detective, but this this here hanky. Um, I look. Clean. Hey, was anybody, uh, anybody else down here? I don't think there is. It's just basically like the. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you know chambers, but the only people who come down here are literally the police. No, no one else has access yeah. to going down there. Yeah, like, no one else. No one should be down here. Um, that's really weird. We better go upstairs because maybe this was all a, a ploy to get us to leave the upstairs and come down here, so that they could do something upstairs while we were downstairs. It's the old Malkovi trick. Okay, uh, I will be so let's go upstairs then. Uh, and is there anything out of the ordinary upstairs? Uh, you could you could do a spot hidden. You can do a spot hidden. No. I'm uh, Dan, oh. Do you want to try? Uh, a eighty-two. Yeah, that didn't pass. Okay. Uh, no, nothing out of the ordinary. You literally just see long shadow leaning up against one of the. Uh, Desk and looking at Ben. Okay. So, uh, Officer Chambers, would you mind if I got myself a cup of coffee before I get back in the cell? No, uh, go back in your cell and I'll grab you a coffee. All right. Yeah, Long Shadow just looks at you and kind of guides you back to your cell. What's going on, Ben? I'm going to check my pockets. Ben, what did you see down there? What's going on? I have nothing down there. Yeah. There was a handkerchief. Like somebody was recently down there. Uh, and turning on um, and the lights. Yeah. I still don't. Yeah, just show me nothing wrong. Um, I... Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to leave you guys and go to the other two quickly. All right. Okay. Okay. So, as you guys are in the car... We're going to drive by the Lacey Farm, by the way, on the go. way there. Yeah, okay. Uh, that's kind of a detour, but yeah, that's fine. That's all cool. Um, as, you, as you're driving, you notice that the snow is starting to come down. Like not not at the point of being heavy yet, but it, it's gonna get there soon. Uh, looks maybe. like the looks like the chief might have been wrong. Looks like we might be getting that storm sooner than later, huh? Yeah, maybe we, maybe we shouldn't detour. I mean, uh, <laughs> you, you got a lot of experience driving in the snow. No, I'm not too bad. They train oh. us pretty well at the academy. Oh, they do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well. Uh, being from New Mexico, I, I this uh, is a new experience for me. 
Yeah, it's not very common. I'm from Denson originally, so Texas. Yeah. So yeah, we'll just drive by. Is is Officer O'Brien at the Lacey Farm? Um. Yeah. Yeah. You see his car out. It, it takes you probably about twenty minutes to get there. Like it's quite a quite a journey. Um. But yeah. You you see his car out there, and you literally could see through the open window that he's literally sat down at the table. Like looks like he's sipping a coffee or something. You can just see it straight ahead. Okay, so we'll just head over to the lodges then. Okay. Um, so yeah, as as you get there, um, obviously to get to this one, and you have to, you just park up alongside the road. You 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 know, no one's going to be coming down here. The only people who are probably going to come down here is O'Brien later. I just light up a flashlight so I can see the area a little yeah. bit better. Kind of rest it on my shoulder, look around the area. Is are the lights on in the lodge? Um. You can see you can see the lights on, um, which is unusual because the person who owns this lodge isn't in town. So I'm just gonna hold my finger up to Miss Rodriguez. If you could just give me one moment, she's gonna really tune her ears in and focus and try to listen to the area and see if she can hear anything abnormal. Okay. Oh, I got a 19 out of 75. So that's an extreme success. Okay. Um, in, right? in the, Isn't that extreme? I don't know. That's, that's hard. No, it's not extreme. Hard. It's hard. Um, yeah, literally. As soon what you hear, it's not near the lodge. It's so coming from behind you, but you literally just hear. Oh. Pretty clearly, like an animal sound. Then, however, it's not. It's it's kind of like a wolf, but it seems a bit more distorted. I'm going to put my hand on my gun and turn and look. Standing kind of between Lisa and where those sound came from. Okay. Do you want to do a spot hidden? Mm-hmm. I do. I'll, I'll turn when I... Oh, hey, Go ahead. I was going to say, I'm gonna, if I heard a howl, I, I'd probably turn around and look too. Yeah. 63 out of 75. Just a standard success. Okay. Same for me. Standard. Okay. Yeah, you, you guys, because the snow is like slowly and like there's so many trees like so close together, it's so hard to tell. You, you can't notice anything. And if anything, that, that howling was, pro, was probably miles away, especially okay. this forest. We'll just be cautious, Miss Rodriguez, officer. We'll just stick together and make our way over the building. Yeah, yeah. Just be alert. Be on the lookout. Yeah, you bet yep. your ass. Parker is like shaking because he he definitely looks scared to you. Like he just heard that he heard that howl and he looks terrified. She looks at Parker. Did you see something, Officer Parker? Um, no. But what if it a wolf comes and attacks us, Cagney? Cagney? Don't worry, Ellen and Mary Beth have your back. Don't worry, the girls will protect you, Officer. And. uh She'll approach the the area. She'll kind of, she's surveying the area carefully and she'll just kind of glance through a window if she gets a chance without approaching the front door immediately. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you'll, you'll be approaching from the side. So there'll be probably the window that looks in like the bedroom in the lodge. Mm-hmm. So if you want to do like a spot hidden or something. Mm-hmm. 
rolled a nine percent out of seventy-five. Okay. Um, yeah, you. Those are the only two skills I'm good at, guys. Listen and survive. <laughs> <laughs> you literally just look, and everything is neat. Like someone has everything in that bedroom is so neatly done up. The bed's very neatly done. The wardrobes closed uh there is a pile of clothes but it's very neat there's nothing to say that anyone's been in this bedroom for at least a few days or so well it seems like to me miss rodriguez have probably just left the light on here but we'll uh knock on the door and see if anybody's there officer she gestures towards the door and she'll stand back a ways with lisa she'll have her hand on her gun just in case something is wrong okay parker's got his hand on his gun and he, and he goes to knock on a door, but when he knocks on a door, it kind of creaks open slightly. Well, now, well, we, don't have a, we don't have a warrant, so. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I, I'm not a lawyer, but I, I think we have probable cause to, to go in. What is the probable cause that a light's on? Yeah, the, the lights were out and the, the door's unlocked and it's not normally like this. Look, are these lodges owned by someone? Um, Parker, Parker just pipes up and goes, um, yeah, it's owned by Richie Rich's dad, you know, the, the DJ's owned by his dad, David Rich. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry if I'm monopolizing the scene, I don't mean to. Um, can I make a law roll to see if I'm within my ability to just enter this building if it's enough probable cause? Yeah. Oh, nope. I go ahead and enter the building. <laughs> I rolled a 96. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> he sold me. <laughs> he sold me, Miss Rodriguez. <laughs> uh, she's, implicated. she's implicated in this conspiracy, too, if it goes down. So <laughs> Parker just lets you guys go. He goes, ladies first. Yeah, fuck that shit. The cops go in first. <laughs> Parker, let's clear this area. Make sure it's cleared. And so she'll start doing the police procedure of, you know, back up against the wall, turn the corner, check every nook and yep. cranny. Um. So when when you when you enter, you've got and the shut large, the door behind her. Yeah, you've got the large open area, so sofa and all that stuff, which leads to like another room that has like the kitchen and then you've got where they'll go to like for the toilet so but it looks very basic it doesn't look like a nice toilet like it's just literally like a hole in the ground and that already like brings up concern because this is quite a nice lodge so it should have a nice toilet uh kind of look over and like going huh well, I glad I never stayed up here. I mean, you know, what the shit? I look around. Is there like even a spot where there would be bolts for the hole in the ground? Like someone had removed the toilet? Um, not as far as you can tell. It literally just looks like someone dug it themselves. Like it doesn't look yeah. like any craftsman has done this. Like it right. literally looks like the person who owns this or lives in here when they're here has dug it themselves. Disgusting. Ugh. Might have to do a report on the sanitation and the health department not come checking this place out. Ugh. She's she's gonna just check and make sure that all the floorboards are pretty sturdy, that there couldn't be a place where anybody might be hiding. 
Or is there an attic in the lodge or anything like that? Uh, there's no attic. Well, there shouldn't be any attic as far as you're aware. And there's, these lodges weren't built with basements from what Rodrigue, Lisa would know and what Parker would know. Look, it just looks like some things were probably misplaced in here. I'll do another cursory glance, Parker. You can help me out. Uh, Miss Rodriguez, if you'd like to keep an eye out, if you see anything of note, just don't touch anything. And just kind of do some spot hiddens looking for clues or anything like that if anything's in the area. That seems unusual. While he's doing that, I'm going to take a flashlight and kind of shine it in the bathroom. It's it's fascinating me for some reason. So I'm going to kind of look and see, uh, you know, <laughs> obviously okay. not getting too close <laughs> are you are you gonna like attempt to look down or? yeah 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 okay. like um fuck? <laughs> uh, as soon as you look down literally something just jumps up out can you do a dog roll <laughs> <laughs> i can roll one uh yeah yeah no nowhere close <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally a raccoon just jumps on you and you're you're like I scream out <laughs> poop raccoon I immediately draw my gun when I hear the scream before the poop raccoon comes out <laughs> and then I sheath the gun again <laughs> I got a standard success on my spot hidden okay um, we'll, come, we'll, we'll come back to what you found on your spot hidden um so parker literally just dropped like brings out his gun and drops it because he does not know what to do okay so did it just jump at me and i and hit me or is it like uh, it's kind I, of hanging onto my face yeah it's kind of, but it's not it's unusual because it should be yeah. clawing into yeah, you, yeah but it's kind of just stuck in one okay i'm gonna try hit. and just like you know push it off of me because it's disgusting <laughs> uh, yeah you literally you don't need to roll it you literally just push it off and it just falls down dead okay uh everything okay miss rodriguez uh I, I it was weird i this creature jumped on my face and it died. I, 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 I didn't. I didn't touch it. I, I love animals. I mean, you know. Uh, oh my, my heart. Parker, go, go check out that animal. Make sure it's not. See why it's jumping out of the area. Uh, okay, Parker goes up. Parker I know goes, it's. A, I know it's a shitty job, but somebody's got to do it. <laughs> Parker literally just walks up to it, and then it just jumps up at Parker again, and he just goes, "Lisa, I thought this was dead." Uh, look, I'm not a vet. I'm not a vet. I, it looked dead to me. Knock it off your face. Don't let this thing sound. Uh, but yeah, he he um he pushed it off, and he says it, it wasn't even digging into me or anything. Yeah. But it smelled like shit. Well, well, it did come out of the toilet. So I mean, no. And yeah, um, it's just lying there, dead again. Your... So she's gonna. I'm gonna shoot it because I don't know why it's jumping in people's faces, but I'm just gonna try to put my gun up against its head and just pop it for one. Okay. Um, 
Ro- Rodriguez, I'm going to make you do a sanity roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I passed. <laughs> okay, just just take one. Yeah. All right. Uh, Cag- Cagney, you're, 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 you're fine. You've probably seen weirder than this. <laughs> just going to take out... She's going to take one one of her uh, evidence bags out and just throw it in there for examination okay. yeah. figure out what's going on. So, yeah, yeah, you just deal with it, put it in, and, yeah, it's literally just a raccoon covered in shit. Okay. Yeah. She doesn't seem phased by it. Yeah. All right, let's, let's shut down the lights and get out of here. Um, we'll notify so the owner of what happened. I'm just going to come back with what you passed your spot hidden for. Oh. So... When you when you pass that, you notice that there's no wind. There's a bedroom next to the bedroom that you had looked through, and the door is slightly opened. So she's going to try to clear that room too. Obviously, okay. Make sure there's nothing in there. She'll just go up against the door, and she'll have Parker kind of go the other way and make sure Rodriguez isn't just like standing in the front of the door going like this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then she'll kind of nudge the door open so Parker can go in. Okay. Um, as you go into the room, you literally... Parker goes in first, and he literally just looks so stunned. And he drops his gun again. And he just freezes. Parker, you really have to stop dropping your gun. She opens the door and comes in with her gun drawn. As you walk in, you literally notice that on the bed... There is what looks like a naked male corpse. Well, it's clearly male, but it's a naked corpse on the bed and with the guts splayed out, um, eyes are gouged in, and they're like tied up and there's blood everywhere. She's going to get on her radio. Uh, Officer Cagney to base. Officer Cagney to base. Do I recognize this person from town at all? Uh, yeah, you, you instantly recognize that this is Eddie Elk, which is the mayor's son. Officer Cagney to base. Go ahead. Uh, we have a situation at the cabin requesting backup. Uh, we have a oh, random number, 1271, which means dead body. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, but how am I going to get out there if I if there's no? Uh, Long Shadow can probably watch the office while we're gone. Do you need me to do a sanity roll, by the way? Yeah, yeah, I do. I was, I was waiting for you to finish you. <laughs> I'm successful. 40 out of 50. Um, yeah. I would say take take two for that. <laughs> Albert, if you just deputize me, I'll keep an eye on things while you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> Long Shadow literally just Long Shadow, you're, you're in charge of here. Keep these. Um, yeah, okay, okay, Chief. They're, they're nothing compared to what I've handled before, so. I guess I'll take my own personal car out there since there's no other vehicle. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. 
you you pro you kind of walk a little bit away because you park your personal car a little bit away from the station and uh yeah you, you go a little bit away you get into it and yeah you drive you drive out it takes you takes you probably about five ten minutes you literally just speed there miss rodriguez uh out of respect for the press if you'd like to take photos you may but i'd like to request that it just be delayed shortly until we can figure out what's going on and release information through you uh, rodriguez have you entered the uh when they jumped and once uh i heard her make the uh call i'll i'll come in yeah yeah so yes can you yes, do a sanity roll oh yeah and she she doesn't stand in your way at all yeah. She seems to be very supportive of the freedom of the press. Yeah. I uh I uh, passed also. So just be certain you don't touch anything, please, as I'm oh, sure you're aware. Oh, oh of course, of course. I I, I wouldn't ever overstep my bounds. Uh, uh, I, I passed there, uh Josh. Okay. Yeah, uh, take two. Okay. Obviously I kinda jump with that, but while I when I went in there what I'm I was wanting to see was uh was it a similar modus operandi of the uh butcher? It's it's like very similar. It, the oh. only difference is that the person's title. Oh. Different. Huh? Officer, this is how we or chief, this is how we found uh, the body, we didn't notice anything other than this, and she gestures to the raccoon in the bag. I'll talk to you about that later. That's an interesting situation, but this fellow right here, uh, it looks like the mayor's son. The mayor's son? Weird. Okay. Um, and she'll gesture to the other cop to go get the, the crime scene tape. Uh, yeah. Chambers, have you looked at the corpse? Uh, no, because basically, uh, Ellen meets me outside. Okay. And then she kind of gave me the information. Okay. So then I'm like, I'm like the, the mayor's son. And then okay, and then I, I basically grab my gloves and, you know, just to make sure I there I don't make any. Yeah. And then I also bring the small kit that I have in my car, just you know, as a. Bat, uh, emergency thing and then I bring it in and I say so where's the body show me where the body is right now I wanna she does everything she's told she just is assisting him in whatever he needs okay yeah uh, so are you entering the room yes can you do a sound at you uh, of course uh, I actually fail <laughs> uh, can you just roll a d4 Ten, it's a 1055. That's the code for it. 1055. Okay. Uh, 2.7. Yep. Let's give me a second here. Uh, there it is. Okay. Um, then what I've, I'm going to go is uh, I'm going to basically look around. The uh, Is there any sort sign of uh, struggle? Um, can you do, uh, just do like a spot hidden. 
She's also going to look out the other windows um, briefly to see if there's any sign of what made that noise earlier. Okay. I got an extreme. Okay. Um, yeah, you, you look, and this looks so carefully done. Like, so whoever did, whoever did this, you, you, you know that this is definitely the Silver City Butcher, because every time you've seen one of the bodies... It's been so carefully done. It doesn't even look like the person struggled. It just, they look so peacefully, even though they've been brutally murdered. You all right, Chief? Yeah. Is this the MO of the, uh, the butcher? Um, is... By the, is Lisa in the room right now? I'm in the uh, not in the murder room because I'm going to depend on you guys to take pictures and you know okay. I'm going to be talking to Parker maybe talking about going back to the police station because I want to start okay. working on my report. Okay. Um, Story. <laughs> then I'm like, yes, I didn't. I didn't want the uh, you know the press to know about this but yes another another confirmed kill for the so the silver city butcher someone should um i leave it to your judgment perhaps someone should notify the mayor we need to get the coroner out here to get the body well parker goes i want to yeah the coroner's not gonna come out of this time and is it really a good idea to let the mayor know at this moment in time? I, I was I was just about to say is like uh, we should not I, I know I'm going to probably get in trouble for this but we should not let the mayor know until it's actually confirmed that the this is actually his son you know just chief, with, all, with all due respect chief someone has to identify the body and that's usually the next of kin and I, I'm very sorry because I respect you and I respect the position you're taking over right now. But I have to tell you that's highly irregular. And I heard you guys talking Francine's just down the road. She's related to it. She's next to Ken. Because uh, it's going to get yeah. to the mayor anyways. It's probably yes, better if we let them in. I know it. It was your son, Albert. I'm, I know, I'm, I'm in, like, this, so, sorry, I just don't, uh, yeah, I think we should, but we should let, you know, just give me a moment here to think, to find it out. Absolutely, Albert, she'll step out of the room and let him think. Yeah. Parker, Parker does the same. Well, he just steps out. Uh, while that's out, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go back to the other two in the cell. Okay. Long yeah, Shadow is literally just staring at you guys. I hope I hope it isn't very, something very serious that they're having to deal with, Dan. You guys, want to play some cards? Yeah, I'll play cards with you. 
Let's play Crazy Eights. Okay, but don't change the rules halfway through the game like you did last time. All right. So what's taking them so long? Good God. I don't know. Turn on some well, lights. They're, I, they're not very confident, so it could take them all night. As, as you say that, Ben, uh, Long Shadow just... <coughs> what did you just say? Uh, hi, Long Shadow. I just didn't... I was just talking to Dan here. Yeah. Well, you keep those comments to yourself, Ben. Yeah, okay. Okay, Long Shadow. All right. What are they out there for, Long Shadow? I can't, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. Why not? They're I can't. The, lights. the cat's stuck in a tree? Um, as you're like pushing, like, uh, like talking to him, the lights just go out. Long Shadow! Long Shadow! And Long Shadow turns on his flashlight and is like, what the fuck? You guys didn't see anyone enter, did you? No, 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 no! Long Shadow, do something! Right, you two just stay here. I'm gonna go down and check the breaker. Oh, Jesus. And he, he literally just starts to walk and you see the light of the torch just slowly disappear. Dan, I don't have a good feeling about this. Well, if we can't get out, they can't get in. Who, who is the they? You know who they are. Look, the Greys the weren't, weren't seen in, since 1950s, and that, that was Roswell. So, Greys. Yeah. Bring up the Greys. What do you know? Well, I just know that in 1950, a weather balloon came down on Roswell, New Mexico, and uh, people, uh, urban myth, or myth uh, rose from that, that there was uh, alien uh, contact. Um, uh, yeah. Um, as you're saying that, Ben, both of you, this, this, what's about to be said literally sounds like this. whoever's saying this is right next to you guys. And you hear, we're coming for you. I knew Dan! it. Dan! I'm going to uh, back up into the corner. And then stay away from me. Behind Dan. You keep your fucking probes away from me. Dan! Uh, can, can you can you both do a like a sanity roll? Yeah. Fifty-eight. No, I passed. Apparently, I'm fairly sane. Uh, take take <laughs> take take one, Dan. Okay. I passed mine also. Uh, yeah, just both of you take one. Um, as that is said, the lights just come back on, and Long Shadow shouts up, "It's all okay down here. Just tripped fuse or something." Long Shadow, there's someone here. I heard a voice. He 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 walks up and's like, "Where?" Dan, Dan, tell him. In my head. No, no, no. It was right next to us, Long Shadow. It was. It's not him this time. He's not making this up. He he heard this also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You keep telling yourself that, Ben. 
someone said they were coming to get us and they, could you at least look around yeah he 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 just, he just like does like he, he puts talks when he just like glances around the room and is like see no one here long shadow there was something here i heard i heard it in my voice i'm not crazy um do you want to do like a some speech roll or something anytime I, I would like to do some spot hiddens to make sure there's no hidden microphones or or cameras or anything inside my cell watching me uh, okay I'll, I'll roll persuade okay no uh abject failure Okay. I, there was something here, Long Shadow. It was, it was, I, I know it. <sighs> he goes, he just opens, he just starts opening like one of the, like the cupboards and that. And he's like, there's nothing here. It's, it's not a joke, Long Shadow. And then as he comes up to like the weapons cabinet, he like get it, what seems to be just gets pulled into the cabinet. Does he uh, disappear, or is he physically yeah, he, strike it? He, he disappears from your viewpoint. I am now holding Dan! on to like this. Dan! And then I'm gonna put you, you guys, in front of me. Okay. You guys don't just hit. <laughs> and then he just walks back out, and he's like, there's nothing here, you idiots. Fuck. Long Shadow, don't do that. <sighs> and he just sits back down at his desk. Jesus Christ. That was a pretty good one. <laughs> it, it, it was funny. So how'd you turn the lights off and on? Yeah. That, that wasn't me. Well, is the storm hitting us yet? How did you whisper into our ears? I didn't whisper into your ears. I li literally diffused tripped and I went down and saw it out. And I look at Ben and I go... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I I heard that, Dan. Did you? What's in the coffee? Yes, I did. I heard it right through the tinfoil. And then all of a sudden, there's like a knock on the police station door. It's open. Long uh, shadow, there's someone at the door. Uh, come in. And then two P two I men just walk in they one's got a long long beard and he's kind of just he's muscular he's tall they both look like backpackers the other one's got short hair he's got very clean he's very clean shaven and he just goes um excuse me sir um i don't speak uh much english Uh, a long shadow just like what walks off. He do, he doesn't want to deal with these people. Seems like he knows them or something. Don't speak English, eh? Habla español. Uh, I'm I am from uh, Pali. My my friend here is from. Norway. No, I can't help you. It's a Frenchian and Norwegian. Uh, yes, uh, I don't think we should be um, to to you guys. No, 
Well, you'll probably get a lot more help out of us than you will the local police department in this town. Um, well, we're a little bit, um, how do you say, uh, we were, and, uh, It's called loss, boy. Yes, that word. Do you know where you're at right now? Uh, no, uh, it shows you, it shows you the map, it's, the map is following. Uh, we're trying to get to a truth for consequences. And oh, we're in Silver City. Yeah, truth of consequences. That's uh, that's a little to the east and a little uh, to the north. You don't want to take uh, the road out and go up 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 the the road. It seems like he he just starts speaking to the Norwegian in in a language you two probably don't know. You probably don't know Norwegian. <laughs> Look, and uh, he looks a bit frustrated. Uh, this is the police station you go out the door the door and you turn to your right i had to think for a second i couldn't remember right <laughs> left right you get on the big road the the big road you drive you go and you go to the the big turn and you'll get there like the, the Norwegian man looks very like confused, but the uh, French you just goes um uh thank thank you, but it's a it's a bit late to be uh um to go there. It, do you know anywhere to stay? You'd probably better find a hotel. There's supposed to be a storm that's gonna hit pretty soon. Um, you could try uh. Oh, well, let's see. The Blue Fox is a bar, isn't it? Um, uh, yeah, yeah but it does have some, like, rooms up there. Yeah. Uh, okay, so... They can go to the wagon wheel and get a room. Yeah. You go out the door, and you turn out the door. You turn left, and then you turn left. Oh, oh, okay, thank you. And they just start to walk. They just start to walk off. Can you both do listen rolls? Yeah. Ooh, 07. Double 07. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a spy. Uh, successful. Okay. They aren't... They're kind of going in between a different language and English. Uh, the few words that you do hear is, where is he? We need to find him and help complete. But you don't know what. That's all you can make out. So they're pr they're, from what you can tell, they're clearly lying that they're from Norway and France. Yeah, they're probably aliens. Uh, uh, then, uh, I don't believe anything now, Dan. Long Shadow comes back and gives you both a cup of coffee. Oh, thank God. 
Thank you, Long Shadow. Did you see those guys that were just in here for like five minutes walking around and just talking to us? Uh, yes, thank you for dealing with them. Uh, we've seen them around the past couple of days. They've just been, they, they've been looking lost. Like they've been going through the forest and going back and forth. They seem to have been looking for someone, but every time we try to approach them, they'll just run off. Oh, that's strange. It's a good thing you let them go uh, hang out here un unsupervised. Yeah, it's it's nice that uh, the Silver City Police Department lets uh, the prisoners talk to the people who come in the door and take care of business, eh? Well, you know what happened last time I talked to uh, a German fellow who came in here. And yeah, his wife kicked you in the face. Yeah, and then I, hey, and then I did try to choke him. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's a it's a good idea to just avoid your responsibilities and well, handle things like that. That was kind of odd, though. What are they? You say they've been around for a couple of days, huh? Uh, yeah, they're just. Well, we just thought they might be camping out somewhere, and you know. They're looking for someone, Dan. Seems it's kind of strange it, to me. It's just too, like, what? It's like 8.30 now, and... Yeah, where are those guys? Come on. Well, when... as you say that, we'll go back to the other people. Yeah, so I'm not certain, uh, Chief, if uh, perhaps... Uh, and, and she will ask. She'll go to Miss Rodriguez. Miss Rodriguez, we'd be happy to give you a full briefing on everything that's happening, but would you mind giving us a little bit of privacy just to discuss a few things concerning the case first? Oh, of course, of course. I mean, if uh, Officer Parker could run me back to the police station, that'd be fine, or, you know. Yeah, we'll be, actually, I think Mr. Parker, uh, Officer Parker, we're going to ask you to stick around here. We're going to be leaving here shortly, Miss Rodriguez, and we'd be happy to take you. Excellent. That, that, yeah. that is fine. I'll just be waiting here in the lobby. Uh, away from the restroom thank you miss rodriguez be careful of raccoons yeah yeah <laughs> yeah well uh, I perhaps we, yeah go ahead sorry go, sorry go go ahead well uh, perhaps um we should make sure we list as we're compiling suspects obviously the mayor and uh the richie rich's father i don't i don't really know his name i don't know him that well the guy who owns this place uh, on our list of suspects, how old uh, is the is the mayor's son? Is he a teenager? Uh, yeah, he is a twin to uh, yeah, Francine, and she's, okay. so, she's eighteen. We so. need to get back to the station, call the coroner to pick up the body. We've gotten yes. some pictures. Uh, if this is all protocol for you, I, I don't want to step on your toes. No, I I think that's a totally good idea. Um, now, should, does, I know we, yeah, I shouldn't touch it until we let the coroner, uh, go see the body. Um, but I think we should let, you know, uh, enlist Mr. Johnson yeah. and, uh, Mr. Logan as, you know, sort of undercover kind of citizens, well, yeah, and Mr. Logan shouldn't even be in jail to begin with. I mean, he should be being treated by some other mental health professional, not be put in jail. 
So, Park, Parker butts in and goes, and yeah, that man's allowed to own a shop. That man's allowed you know? to own a shop. You know, he's seen some hard times with the death of his wife and stuff like that. We have to give him some leeway. It's hard to lose people you love. Um, but yeah, I, I'd be happy to talk to him. But, you know, with all, all due respect to the reporter, I'd like to do it kind of quietly. And if you want to distract the reporter while we chat. Yeah, I think that would be a total. Because we don't need idea. we don't need the whole town to know that they're undercover. That's basically no. the premise here, and we'll we can tell her later on that's what we did. But for right now, yeah, we'll just leave her in the dark. It's perfectly fine. I mean, that. I feel bad because I like I like letting her know things that are going on, but yeah, but know. you but you do know that if we do let the pre- let her know, then it would be a total kind of thing. So I think we should just let it. You know, she'll understand. I'll buy her a drink. <laughs> let's let's head back uh officer officer uh if you could if you could stick around here until the corner gets here we're gonna call the corner in uh yeah 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 i'll, I'll stick around and he he kind of just you see him he goes to like the little like armchair and he sits down there with his gun just out like okay relax <laughs> now was just before we leave is we should do one more, you know, just another, you know, career three glass, just in case we didn't miss anything, because that could be important. Absolutely. You know? Just scour the room for any clues. Yeah. And well, at this point, we'll open the door so Miss Rodriguez can see us. There's nothing really to hide here. Okay. Do you want to do uh, some spot hidden? Yeah. Do I? Oh. <laughs> yes. I got an. I got an. I got O three. Nice. Uh, give it to him. Just give me a second here. Uh, you get an 03 out of a 45, so that is definitely a yeah. extreme. Okay. Yeah, you, you're literally like ultra detective mode right now. And you notice that somehow, you don't know how Ellen didn't notice when did a preliminary check, but there is a pile of bones in the corner of the main room. I, I basically said, hey, uh, did you miss anything? Apparently so, she says as she comes out. <laughs> throw, throw me a bone here, Chief. What happened? <laughs> I don't know how I missed that large pile of bones in the corner of the main room as I was scouring the place. Uh, yes, apparently so. Um, Ellen. I accept, uh, I accept my demotion, uh, Chief. No, I'm not. <laughs> Can you both do like an uh, like an intelligence or idea or something like that? Yeah. Okay. Pass. Uh, so what's my intelligence? Yeah, I pass that too. Okay. Um, so Rodriguez, Rodriguez, you know that there is no way anyone was missing that giant pile of bones when yeah. they walked in. I'm like, uh, you know, with the poop raccoon and the murder body, I, I can see us missing stuff, but, but chief, I mean, their pile wasn't there. I mean, you know, it, Someone must have opened like a, like a coal chute or something, and it came out when you guys were messing with the body. I, I don't know, but well, but there's okay. no way, well, no way we missed that. Well, you know? that's why they call me the acting chief around here. Kind of, it sure is, chief. That's why you're the most skilled 
officer in the whole patrol. Yeah, yeah, that's that's been my experience interacting oh. with him. Uh, I mean, yes, yes, it has. Speaking of poop, raccoon, I think I might have some on my nose. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I so I go up to the uh, to the boat. Uh, any. Are they small? You know, are they adult size? Are they human at least? Um, can do you how can you do like an anthropology or a biology role or something like that? Uh, no, not really. But <laughs> you could do a spot hidden or something. Like you're not gonna get a full. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, you, you've seen a lot of human body parts to know that these bones are very, very clean, but they are human. Okay. Um, any, like, markings on them? Um, no. It, it literally seems like someone has completely taken care of his bones like if there was anything on them they've just been completely gone okay um yeah okay i'm like we should be we should take pictures of these just to make sure we actually have evidence on on them um and then yeah i got um, I got a camera, Chief. I, I can get some pictures. Yeah, that's... That I think that would be a good idea. <laughs> okay, I'm assuming that Rodriguez is doing that. Yeah. Um, so, um, is about there... how many bodies? I mean, could, could I estimate? Is like there multiple skulls or multiple femurs? Um, there's, there's, no, there's no schools. It literally just like... It looks like the arm... Um, like this bone or your leg bone or so it doesn't look like anything okay that could identify certain things right from just looking at them yeah okay uh what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna bag one of these you know bones up yeah. to see if you know i'm like just so that i can take it back to the uh to the police station uh just as a out of game, is there like a? There's no lab in the lab, in the police station, is there? Uh, no, no. Okay. Uh, the only person he would have some stuff is the coroner, but okay. He he might he might be like he's an old man. He might be asleep at this point. <laughs> well. Okay. Well, 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 at least I thought we could do that, but. Oh, uh, well, let's with, let's head back. We should get we should talk to uh, Dan. Yes, agree. Uh, I think we should totally head back. Uh, are you yeah. guys leaving? Are you guys definitely leave? Are you leaving Parker there? Yeah, that's yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah, no well, when yeah. they turn around, I'm gonna pretend like I'm gonna take one more picture and then I'm gonna kind of like sweep my leg through it, not like kick it, but like. You know, just make sure there's nothing underneath the bones. is is actually just a pile of bones. Um, yeah, it's literally just a pile of bones, and you don't even know how they've got there. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, no, that's that's extreme. That is extremely weird. All right, 
Yeah, I'll definitely take you back. All right. Uh, thank you. Nice knowing you, Parker. <laughs> he just goes, he literally looks terrified when you say that. He's like, oh. You're going to be okay. Um, Radio us if you need help. If, yeah, I was just about to say, if you, have, if you need any uh, assistance, well, definitely keep us informed. Uh, maybe, maybe you can contact O'Brien to come get me or come sit with me when he's uh, when he's finished at whatever he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will. When I I will go to that right now. Um, and I basically uh, call on the radio chief to. Um, yep, o- O'Brien here. Over. Hey, O'Brien, uh, can you come out to what's the exact name of this? Uh, uh, just say. Uh, oh, can you come Rich- out to. Uh, yeah. Just say to Rich's Lodge. Or I'll, I'll say uh, you said it. Right? Yeah. Can you come out to the Lodge? Uh, give, us, uh, give us a hand here. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah, I'll be finished here in about an hour, then I will come and. Yeah. Come and check on who you who you leaving there over, John Johnson. Is it you mean Parker? Parker. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, 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 you're leaving me a vat, idiot. Fuck's sake. Over. I <laughs> I have no comment on that. So. Yeah, he, 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 he just is like, yeah, I'll do it, Chief, don't worry. And then he just, yeah, you've done that bit. Thank you so she's much. Gonna, she's going to radio into the coroner's office or to dispatch, whatever the case may be. I don't okay. really know how things are run in this town. Uh, and just report that there's a body that needs to be taken care of at that location. Uh, you, you do get an answer from the assistant coroner. Like, uh, uh, Hello? Yes, this is uh, Officer Kegney currently at, I named the location. Okay. Uh, we have a, a body, uh, a victim, a murder, a homicide victim uh, that needs to be uh, taken by the coroner's office. Officer Parker uh, is here currently, and Officer O'Brien will be arriving shortly. Um, well, they're going to have to wait till morning because I can't come without a coroner. I'm only an assistant. Over. Well, why don't we call the coroner because this is uh, potentially somebody pretty important. No, don't don't disturb him. Well, this is uh, I basically say I tell Alan though this is say this is uh, whatever a emergency. This is an emergency situation. If you don't reach out to the coroner, I will be, and I'll make sure to let him know how helpful you've been. I'll try get hold of him, but it. Look, we've got men stationed out here. We've got a we've got a potential serial killer on the loose right now. We could use a little assistance from the coroner's office. I'm so sorry to disturb you in this winter season as I stand out here in the snow. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go try. But have you seen the weather? Basically, you know, it's no. The I snow haven't seen the weather. Up. I'm standing in it right now. The snow is picked up. The snow is picked up to you to you guys all right well get out here asap please yeah i'll, I'll try over yeah. 
She doesn't respond. Well, they're not very helpful, are they, Chief? Yeah, they're not really helpful at all. No, we they're... head back. <laughs> this will be my uh, my breaking report about the inefficiency of our city government. <laughs> locking up innocent people (laughs) Um, so are you all heading back Mm -hmm. and we arrive safely Um, yeah so I see no problems (laughs) if you guys are heading back I'm going to go to the other two okay and that officer long shadow is why uh, Mr. Pell's Dog always steals women's red high, red high heel shoes. He literally looks like he's about to fall asleep on you because you you're boring him. I just thought you'd like the mystery wrapped up once and for all. Um, Dan, Dan, just do you want me to tell you a story, Dan? A real story. Yeah, to tell get me you going, Dan. Tell me one of your. Indian stories. You want to know one of them? I was just going to tell you a... You want to know an Indian story? Yeah, tell me an Indian story. Tell me a story um, about people. He, he looks a bit like worried about that. So can, can you do like a persuasion or something? Sure. To maybe? Uh, 34, but what's my persuade? Persuade. Oh, 45, so... I passed. Okay, no, that's fine. Uh, yeah, he literally just goes, well, I could tell you one story, but don't repeat this to anyone else. That goes for you, Johnson. No, I won't tell anybody. Well, technically, you don't get many of this tribe in this area, but our clan is actually a Cree clan. Oh. A Cree? Yeah, but they shouldn't even be in these parts. They had to disguise as another. Well, uh, shouldn't you be at a reservation in Oklahoma or something like that? Hey, yeah, but after an incident that my father and the other high members of the of a group, yeah, I can't go into that because. Because yeah. this is Apache territory, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Shouldn't even be anywhere near this territory. We have to literally disguise. It's why I tried to get away. I couldn't be dealing with it anymore. But what happened? Yeah. Well, he kind of just, he didn't want to say, but it was like, well, we got our tribe got kind of entangled in a cannibalism case. What? No. But we had what? nothing to do with it. <laughs> no, we <laughs> had nothing to do with it. But were you, did you eat people? You know, I'd heard no. stories. I'd heard. No, we do not eat people. But you were accused of eating people? Yes, because of a series of people who went missing and were found, just their bones were found. People assumed that we did it because we're the Native Americans and we do bad things. 
So you were accused of cannibalism, but you couldn't prove yourself innocent, so you had to go into hiding? Yeah. Well, how the hell are they so going to prove themselves innocent? I, I, I'm trying to find out why a cannibal is here watching over me. I'm not a cannibal. I'm not a cannibal. I am not. He's going to sneak in in the middle of the night and eat you alive, Ben. Dan, don't say that. You're scaring me. Dan. Dan. Um... Yeah, he, he goes, but do you actually want to hear the story? Yeah, I've got an, yeah, act, yeah. an actual I'd like, hear, I'd like to hear the cannibal story. And maybe afterwards a recipe. <laughs> he just looks like, oh, God, why am I doing this? And he just goes on and he's like, well, there's a tale going around that a long time ago, very long time ago, um, that when America was first being colonized and the theories still go on today that Native Americans resorted to cannibalism and that art of cannibalism turned them into creatures. What sort of creatures? Well, in folklore, you should know them as... The Wendigos. Yes. Not skinwalkers. They can get referred to as skinwalkers, but the public like to refer to them as the Wendigos. But Wendigos was an, an Algonquin um, mythology, which is in the northeast uh, of the United States. And the Cree, uh, if I correct me, were southeast near maybe Georgia is where you uh, originated from. Yeah, that goes back to our um, our long line. Let's just say we've had a dodgy past, our clan. I uh, think you're pulling my leg. Nah, can't you see it in his eyes? He's looking at you right now, Ben, and thinking, mm. Dan, don't say that. You're scaring me again. <laughs> uh, ben, I'm going to make you do a sanity because I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't love sanity anyway. Uh, I fail at. Oh no! Wait, I'm sorry. Zero four. I, 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 it's successful. Uh, just, just take one. Just take a okay. single point. Um, he basically he, he ran into it and just goes on. Well, well, via well, the public are saying via tribal voodoo and all that stuff that um, we turned into these creatures. Bullshit. I wouldn't believe that a Cree would eat another Cree. An Apache. Apache might eat another Apache. But, uh... Yeah, well, there's a lot... The tales always stir everyone because they just believe no matter what clan you're part of, people just label you as these things. It's it's so hard what, being a Native American. What did well, you say I, was wrong with you, Dan? I think it's uh, very unfair that your tribe has been labeled with these these malicious labels of, of Wendigo and, and other monstrous uh, 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 nicknames. I think it's awful, Mr. Longshadow. Thank you. Uh, Logan, you were saying something? I was just asking about your dad. You said he wasn't feeling well. Is he okay? 
Uh, he's, he got a cold he's or really sick. Well, it started off as a cold, but it just got worse. And in his old age, he just doesn't want us to help him anymore. He just wants to go less spirit. Well, you know when a when a man hears the calling of uh, eternity, he uh, he tends to want to go there. We yes. all go there eventually. But there's a problem there, Dan. I'm even though I'm disgraced from the tribe, I'm still next in line. To, the the chief has always been a long shadow. Long shadow, you're saying that your tribe has has uh, had to leave where it, it, it's reservation because they were accused of being Wendigos, but now uh, and cannibals. And but even in within your tribe, you're disgraced. Yeah, because I wanted to be a police officer. Oh, well, there's nothing wrong with being a police officer. Yeah, tell that to my tribe. Well, what did they expect you to be? Expect me to just be one of them. What do they do? Yeah, you know, they just live live off the land, believe in herbal medicine to save you all. And I just, I couldn't live a life like that. I had to branch out. I wasn't about that. I know that herbal medicine is not going to help us properly. We need proper surgery if we're really bad and we need proper doctors. Well, you got to watch out there because a lot of these things that they sell over the counter, they're dangerous. Uh, your herbal medicines, they've been, been used for a thousand years and there's never hurt anybody. Uh, as this conversation has been going on, the other three have come back. They, you guys have right turned up outside. It's about time. I didn't say that. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I got the tinsel. <laughs> oh, Ellen, you, see, you seem really happy, Ellen. Is everything okay out at that old house? Oh, sure. Everything's great. Did you turn yeah. the lights yes. out? Oh, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Flick the yeah. light switch off. Yeah, silent night, deadly night. That's what it's beginning to look like. <laughs> Chief, uh, maybe you could take Mr. Rodriguez and the other officers and have a chat with them. Yeah, I think we should debrief them a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I will debrief them. Debrief them right now. Okay. Uh, everybody that's in the basically the police station, that's officers. Uh, can you come to my see my office and we'll talk there. And Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> can I do it? And, and of course, Lisa too. Uh, you want to do a psych roll on on what Lisa said? Uh, I'll, okay. I'll talk to you guys in a second, okay? Now, I want to do a psych okay. roll, see if I think that she's hiding something. She's a reporter. She never hides anything. I got a 10. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I probably have a pretty good tell. <laughs> <laughs> then I think something's up. I don't, I don't, I didn't know any of this stuff about Long Shadow. I found it very disturbing. I'm After glad on their call, geez, you, are, safe. you are way too easy, dude. I mean, you don't believe any of that bullshit. Uh, I will say, Dan and 
Dan and Ben, you guys kind of thing that maybe Long Shadow didn't tell the whole truth and maybe bullshitted a little bit. Like, he was just... Ten minutes ago, he was over there at that cabinet pretending like there was something grabbing him. Mm. Scared the shit out of both of us. He's having a war. He's having his way with us. Officer Cagney <laughs> walks over and unlocks your guys' cell and lets the door open. Oh, uh, well, where do you want us to go, Ellen? Uh, Long Shadow... Long Shadow pipes up and says, "No, keep them." No, there. I thought you guys. No, I thought. Yeah, you guys, no, they're. they're oh, did Long Shadow go? Okay. Yeah, okay. every everybody. <laughs> I told them all to come to my office, and then when. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, you guys can go wherever you like. You're free, man. Well, uh, Ellen. Uh, okay. Um, I wanted to have a conversation with you guys before you go. If that's okay, though. I. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Are you Are you like kicking me out? No, I'm not kicking you out. Actually, I, I have kind of a favor I'd like to ask you guys. Yeah, if I could do it. So what we're offering, and I, I need you guys to keep this quiet, okay? Okay. But what we're offering is we're offering immunity to you both. Immunity from what? During this investigation. I've spoken, I've, I've spoken to the powers that be, and we need some help, and some help that I think that you guys can provide. Obviously, there's only a certain number of us and with so many new folks in this precinct, it's hard to uh, get investigations done properly. And with Mr. Johnson, your intellect and your ability to fight, and Mr. Logan, with your insight into things, and your guys' ability to blend into normal civilian society out there, we could use your help investigating things. Well, Ellen, I can, I can help file, and I can answer phones, and... Um... I guess if there are other things that you want me to do, I could try. I just need you to go out uh, and pick up some information on some key players out there for me. Uh, ben, you know what the fuck she's talking about? The okay. butcher. We're trying to track down the butcher. Has there the been another killing? There has been another killing. And you want At us the, to help you solve it? At the house with the lights turned on? Yes. Holy shit. Yep. And so we have a list of suspects and we need your guys' help probing into them. You want us to probe your suspects? Well, find information out that perhaps they'd be unwilling to talk to a police officer about. Oh. I mean, let's face it. Neither of you really deserves to be in here right now. And we could use the help, but we're stuck by protocol and protocol allows us to I got nowhere else to go. What you know? You can stick around here if you want, but what? What happened? Look, he he whispers. Ugh, it's going to come out in the news. The mayor's son was murdered. What's his oh, name? Uh, uh, Andy or him. Alex yeah. or Andy? Andy Francine's Eddie. brother. Eddie. Eddie. Yep, and you guys are cleared as suspects. We don't believe you guys had anything to do with it, obviously, but we could use some help. Oh, thank God! I hated that little a hole. I'm gonna point right over at uh, at Long Shadow. He's in the office, but the office, yeah. Oh. Ellen, I'll help you no matter what. I'll help you as much as I can. Look, we should all just be working together with this with this storm coming in, and we're all just concerned about this city and its welfare. You being a business owner, you being a prior teacher, we just need some help right now, and we were hoping you guys could help. Well, I'm a custodian now. And, and I still does, work. With does, does the mayor know? 
the mayor hasn't been notified yet. We are the coroner's taking control of the body, and then they're going to notify the next akin to identify. Well, okay. these are the these are the people we're concerned with right now that I look, need some information on. Look, officer, any way I can help, sure. Yes, look, Richie Rich's dad, the mayor, um, Katori's son, Katori's father, uh, and I, I even, I mean, Officer O'Brien and Officer Parker are out with the body right now, but I even want to be able to clear them. So we'll work on that angle. But uh, I need you guys to look into those other people if you'd be willing to do that and keep keep mum about who you're working with and why. Katori. Why Katori? Well, he arrived after the murder. So anyone who wasn't in our area when the murder was happening, I have listed as a potential suspect until they can be exonerated. Well, did you know his his tribe was uh, accused of uh, cannibalism? I didn't know that. I mean, he's a, he's a pretty good man and uh, he's been a good officer for us for some time, but uh, look, I, I know that reporter's gonna be coming out of that room anytime right now. So um, what I'd like to do is I'd like to ask you guys, you're free and you can go if you want right now, but I'd like to ask you guys if you could just, till the reporter decides to go home, if you guys can just hang out in the cell until she leaves. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah. You just you just tell us what you want us to do. Is that okay with you, Mr. Johnson? Yeah, yes, Ellen. I'll do anything I can to help you that I can. All right. So she'll escort you guys back to the cell, and she'll give you guys dinner as well. Thank you, Ellen. Mm-hmm. Uh, as that, we'll go to Chambers and Rodriguez. So, I basically say. So, as Ms. Rodriguez already knows, uh, there has been a murder. Oh, yeah. At, at, the, at the cabin that we have to go to. Oh, really? Yes. Um, I say it has been the mayor's son. He has been murdered. Wait, Eddie? Who would want to kill that little brat? Wow. We have suspicions to say that the Silver City Butcher has uh, killed again. Now, we're going to let the, the mayor know. But now it is official. We now have a serial killer on the loose. Well, I thought the others were just accidents. That's what the mayor, the official mayor policy is. Uh, yeah, he'll probably roll his son's death of an accident as well, just like well, his brothers all those years ago. So I just thought to let you know what happened there. Uh, we left the two office uh, officers at the scene to wait for them uh, to the corners to be coming out right away. Um, there also was a pile of bones in the cabin also. They look to be clean. Clean. Like. These things were boiled clean. They were clean. And I I basically show one of the bones to the rest of 
Okay. He just goes, what the hell is going on here? That, I don't need to know. But since we do have a storm coming in, that we need as much help as we can get. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, he's he's kind of like, Longshadow's just kind of like looking like, what the fuck? And then all of you, every single one of you do a listen roll. I apparently am I am too I hear I just hear myself talking. Okay. <laughs> can, can I spend four luck to make it? Yeah. Alright, I'll I'll do that and, uh, and that's a pass. <laughs> Dan Dan, you can as well do a roll if you want. Uh Ben, should, did you should we be doing it as well out here? Yeah, yeah. Every everyone. Everyone do it. I just had a success. Unsuccessful. Okay, so the people who did succeed, um, you literally just hear outside this loud crash. Outside. And then you just hear, fuck, fuck, somebody. Hello, anyone in there? Come, help me, please. And uh, we'll leave it there. (laughs) (laughs) Good job. All right. Uh, Our players included Corey Heistead, Timothy Hart, uh, Keith Craig, Kevin Glazer, and myself with Josh Harwood as the keeper of the secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in our description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck. Good game. Friends all tried to get me out, but none could go my bail. I'm here to waste my life away down in this dirty old jail. Because I murdered that Knoxville girl, the girl.